Welcome to Entertain Her with Sarah Sanderson and Erica Sedano. Catch up every week with your new best friends as they pull back the curtain to what it's really like living in and with Hollywood. Hey, 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 you're here with Sarah. Hey, Erica. We are here. We are excited. We have a great episode. That's actually funny. We're going to do this episode on friendship today. Um, And some people may not know this if you're a newer listener, but back when we first started, we could not figure out the name. We ended up with Entertain Her, H in the Entertainer. Um, But for a second, we were maybe going to be called Friends in the City. Do you remember that, Erica? Yes. I think that was actually my, I was trying to, I was voting for that one. I loved it. I also, so cute. I also was voting for that one. So who knows? Maybe one day entertain her. We'll become Prince of the City. (laughs) (laughs) Get ready. It's time for the wind down. Grab your drink. Grab a coffee, a glass of wine, maybe a tea, maybe just some water and get ready for us to spill the tea. Um, I know that everyone has been like really dying to know how my trip to New York went. So let me just let you know. Uh, Isabel survived her first trip. I should say I survived Isabella's first trip. Uh, she did <laughs> She did pretty good on the plane. She does not like to sleep on planes. So that was a little bit hard um, for me because she's, you know, wanting to see everything and touch everything. So imagine six hours of a fidgety baby um, that's not sleeping. So that was a little bit of a challenge. So I felt really bad because I was like, oh, mom, you should come. You've never been to the Hamptons. It'll be so fun. We'll go to the beach. We'll go walk the little towns. Yeah, that didn't happen because uh, <laughs> it was raining. So uh, sorry, mom. I know you're listening. That was not the quite um, amazing trip to the Hamptons. And then I have this movie that I can't talk about that I filmed last year that's coming out in a few months. Um, that happened. It was so weird. I land in New York and I get an email that they're doing a cast and crew screening while I'm there. Like how ironic is that? And so oh, wow. I wasn't going to be in the city. I was going to be in the Hamptons. And I went, oh my gosh, I have to go to the screening. And um, so we decided to go to New York City for two days. And again, I'm like, oh, mom, you haven't been to the city in like 30 years. It'll be so fun. We can go to lunch in the shops. We can go take her to Central Park. Um, we, we can go to the zoo. And she's like, oh, that sounds so fun. And then she goes, oh, it looks like it might rain on Friday. I don't know if anyone saw the news about the flooding in New York City. That's when we were there. <laughs> it flooded oh, so no. much that the sea lion <laughs> escaped the enclosure in the zoo because his water went so high. Like that would have been the day we were going to go to the zoo. Uh, the subways like were flooded, like trains couldn't get into the city. I actually did go walk in it. Um, I had to go get my ring sized and Doug's jeweler is there. My shoes were like I went into the ocean, like they were soaking wet and I walked in that for a mile. I mean, I survived, but that was um, our trip to New York. Wow! <laughs> but Isabella, but Isabella was amazing. She did great, she was and good. she met her grandpa. She right? got to meet her grandpa, and that's Aww. what the trip was about. So, and he had yeah. so much fun getting to you know hang out with her and meet her and. Sorry again to my mom for not having it be what it was supposed to be for a trip. But I mean, we still made the best of it and it was still fun. And it's about family. That's right. 
creating those memories and moments is what life is about. And yeah, with my wind down guys, I just, you know, I've talked about it a lot. You, uh, the LAFC games. And I just wanted to say that Jackson finally got that jersey that he's been wanting all season long from his favorite player. Um, I know I shouted them out before, but Bawanga, uh, number 99, LAFC, and his wife are the most amazing, humble, sweetest people. And they've been wanting to give Jackson his jersey. And he finally got it. We went to the last LAFC game um, at home and he got it. So he, she's like, he wants to give it to your son at the end of the game. So make a sign so we can, so he can find you. Cause obviously it's a huge stadium. So Jackson and I made this amazing sign. Um, it was Jackson. He decided what to write on it. I was like, what do you want to say? What do you want to write? So he wanted to write, um, Bawanga, your Jersey will shine in my hands. So I went and got based off, based off of what he wanted to say, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go get like a, a poster board to put like, um, a picture of his Jersey and then like maybe add some gl glitter to it, you know? So it's like shiny. Um, so it was so fun. Like we just did like a little mommy and son project together to make uh -huh. this Jersey text it, texted it to his wife so that then his wife could show it to him. It's like such a process. And then when we held it up, he like knew where we, he knew what to look for. So it was amazing. It was actually like on Fox sports and stuff. They even like wow. put it out there. Yeah. They said, Bawanga makes this, this kid's dream a reality or something like that. It what? was, it was adorable. Yeah. It was in the news and stuff. Jackson and, was on TV. Was he dying? He, I mean, he was like, pretty excited. Yeah, it was cute. It was cute. And then did a, like a mommy me date night with it. So it was me and Jennifer and then her son and, and Jackson. And it was so much fun. It was one of those things that you'll always remember. And it was just really neat. Like I loved, I loved how happy he was. He has not washed it. He will not wash it. it Are you going like to frame so it? You need to frame it. Yeah. I think we're going to frame it in his room. Um, and like put it like in a box you know, or something like that, but it was I'll send so you a photo it of was... Doug's jerseys. He's got tons of them framed, like how he did it. Oh yes. Yeah. Send it to me. We met him after and he signed the Jersey and all that good stuff. So yeah. Oh, that's so that. cool. It was so Go fun. Jackson. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, so that was our wind down. And then this episode we wanted to dedicate to a really good friend of ours, Ali Costello, who is a huge fan of the podcast uh, from the day, from the beginning. She, we were playing pickleball. She um, was the one that was like, you need to have Zulai on the podcast. We've talked about her many times. She unfortunately um, just lost her battle with cancer. And we just wanted to dedicate this episode to her and to make this episode about friendship because Ali was such an important part of our lives for I mean, I think I met her in 2008. I don't know about you, but I mean, just such a long time. Um, she yeah, has so many friends. 2005. She has so many people who love her um, because she had so much love to give and she um, she's going to greatly be missed. So I just wanted to dedicate this episode to her, um, give her a shout out. And uh, thank you, Allie, for all of your support that you have given us and the podcast. Um, so I promise this is not gonna be in a sad episode. I just wanted to put that out there. And then we were talking about friendship and we were talking about the drama with friendships as well. Like when you have falling outs with friends, why, 
Like, what would it take for you to walk away from a friendship? And what would it take for you to mend a friendship? Um, mm. I think those are all, like, pretty important conversations. It happens to everybody. I mean, I really don't know anyone who's, like, never had a falling out with a friend. I mean, maybe write us if, if that's you. I'd be curious. Like, <laughs> how, how does that work? I don't have any family in L.A., and I moved here so long ago. I think it was, like, uh, like 20 years ago at this point. Um, so your friends that you made here, they become your family and they're mm -hmm. who I was spending. Cause I wouldn't fly home for Thanksgiving and Christmas. I always wish they were further apart cause it's only like a month apart and I couldn't just fly home both times. So I would always spend Thanksgiving here. I'd spend Easter here. And so it was like with my family of friends is I don't know, almost like a friend's giving, you know? Um, mm -hmm. but to me, my friends were so important. I was single for many years that I lived here. Like I, I was here for 20 years. I was probably single. I would say for at least eight or nine of them. Um, and so my, and I wasn't like lonely single. I had such a huge group of friends. Like I was, I have very, I'm fortunate. I have a very like rich friend life and they you know, were my backbone for many years. So I think friendships are really, really important and they feed your soul. I love that. Allie was such an amazing friend. She was actually one of my first friends in LA. I think yeah. it was basically Allie, Sonia, and you were like my first, first friends. Um, so we go way back um, and the memories and the, I... Her laughter was like the most amazing thing that I will take with me. She's a, she inspired me. She was the voice of reason and she gave me so much advice. Like she was the best advice giver. Um, so yeah, Allie, I love you. I will miss you. And uh, we're going to celebrate you though. That's, yes. that's the first. Cause she foremost. would want that. She would absolutely. She was so that. good at that. She was always the 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 life of the party. She was always planning the parties and getting everyone together. And that's what she was so good at too. If you realize, like, Allie had friends for so long, yes. and that's like the one thing that, in in order to have friends for. 10, 20 years, you have to be an amazing friend, right? I will say that I don't have like childhood friends so much anymore. Are you one that carries like, you know, like when people are like, oh, we've been friends since elementary or since high school. I don't know that I have that connection. And maybe it's because I moved to another city. But um, yeah. I was like, was I a bad friend in high school or in grade Great school. Is that what that means? <laughs> I have such great memories with specific people in my from my childhood that I know that if we were together or we when we get together, we can like pick up right where we left off. Like th yeah. that means something too. That that's a For good sure. friend. Um, but I think it's just it's work. Like really maintaining a friendship. It's like it's like a marriage or a partnership. It You have to really, there has to be efforts on both sides. It's not just like a one way. So for me yeah. personally, I just, you know, I moved to California and most of my childhood friends are back home in Illinois. And when, I don't know, I guess I, I, I have so many fond memories of so many of them and I love them, but it's just like, I guess the maintenance, like you, you feel yeah. like you have to maintain and it's work and you already have a lot of new friends here that you see on the daily or that you speak to on the weekly, um, you know, that it's kind of just hard to maintain that. 
I agree with you. I think social media has made it a little bit easier to at least be social media friends, like Facebook friends or Instagram friends and see their life. And I, I mean, I am still in contact through social media on friends from elementary school, but do I actually like talk to them or hang out with them? No. And there's a couple of text them or jump on a call with them. Cause I think that's what it takes. Yeah. There's a couple from high school that I'm still close to, but, um, I would say younger than that. Like, I'm sure if I was to call them, we would just catch back up. But it is, like you said, it's hard when you've moved and you just know that you're never really going to see each other ever. It's hard to maintain that close, close daily friendship, like contact. Yes, yes for you know? sure. And I feel like too, just, you know, friends here, I've had so many different groups of friends. Like, obviously there's like the 20, when I was in my twenties and then now like my mom friends and then, um, just new friends that are like the soccer, the soccer moms or the school friends. Um, but there's something about for me personally, the friends that I met in my twenties before I got married that have Mm -hmm. stayed like the closest. And that I I think, I think there's something to be said there because they just know your history. Like you guys knew me at my like crazy wildest times. Like you guys, and you guys have, <laughs> I mean, I know, I know Ali, Sonia, even Aaron, Jen, like all of those girls, you guys saw the whole process of like young, um, just single. You're fun, having fun. I was a little crazy. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm just like now I was like, if, if Aviana is ever the way I was, oh my God, I'll be so like, what are you going to do? I don't know. But she does have a little wild side. Um, I don't know. Just try to talk her out of how important it is to not ever be the crazy wild one. But you turned out okay. You got your, you sowed your wild oats. You got them out. You had fun. Like you're, I think that's a part of life. Tired of those same old snacks that leave you feeling blah? Well, we have something exciting to share with you. The incredible popped oat. You heard it right. Pop Oats has popped the mold to bring you a game changer in snacking. Imagine crunchy roasted oat kernels bursting with oat-rageous real flavors. Yes, sweet or savory, Pop Oats has your cravings covered with flavors like zesty ranch swell salted caramel and my favorite chill out chili lime morning noon or midnight munchies it's always a good time for pop oats try all the flavors today visit popoats.com and enter code entertain her 30 type out three zero and there's an h in the entertain her if you don't already know to take 30 percent off your order Guys, join the Pop Oats party and experience the craveable crunch. Oats are not just for breakfast anymore. Pop open a bag and forever change the way you eat oats. Oh my gosh, so many fun memories though. Yeah. And like the people that were there with you and then you guys are still like to get like, you know, you're still like friends even now after you get married and you have kids and like just seeing that process evolve with your friendships and also evolving I don't know. I just, I mean, I just love that to me is so special. Like, I feel like that's the, what I carry the most, like quality wise as a friend is somebody that has accepted you for you. Like yes. I was who I was and everybody goes through their own process and then, you know, they evolve and if they could evolve together, it's like a, a lot like a marriage. Like obviously when you're together at a very young age, 
maybe you're perfect for each other, but then a lot of the times you grow apart or you grow in, uh, in different ways and forms. And it's only those that can kind of accept that and grow together that kind of like make it right. I feel like like, I feel like a lot of times I'm sure if I was to play a game of I'm just not going to text anybody or like reach out at all. I probably would not hear from some people like ever, like, cause I'm that person that's like, Hey, how are you doing? Or I call or like, let's hang out. Or I kind of, I kind of am always, I think putting more effort into, into relationships in my life than is reciprocated. And Mm. I don't really know what that says. Like if I should just let those relationships die or not, but I have a hard time letting friendships die. Like, cause like what you were just saying, like you have a history. um, Yes. I don't want to let that person go. Like whether or not we're super close, that's fine. Like I think relationships go in waves and there's been certain people that at certain times were like best friends and then other times we're more distant because there's just different things going on in our lives. Uh, I think that just happens. But like for me to actually not be friends with somebody, um, it's pretty rare and it they would have to like really have done something crazy bad for me to not be able to like, let's have a conversation or let's take some space for me to like not want anything to do with them again. It's got to be like pretty, they had to have wronged me pretty bad. Cause otherwise I'll just keep, I'll just keep trying (laughs) to make this friendship work. That's, that is so good though. I, I am, I don't know if I'm like that. It's funny because I used to be like that in my younger age. I was like the person that would always forgive and forget like so yes. like so quick and so easily i almost didn't i i love not that i love confrontation but i love just talking it out and then as soon as you talk it out you kind of just like move on and pretend nothing happened like yeah. just like oh like yeah. it's okay uh i used to be like that and i don't know if it's cuz you know just age or in my ways or whatever but I am not like that as much anymore. Like if somebody does me wrong or just says certain things that um, I just, it's too much. And I've asked them politely to, to, Hey, let's not talk about that. Let's not like one, a big one for me has been um, like politics and religion. I think everybody knows not to discuss politics and religion. And if you try to do it and you're not open to it, well, just, just stop. Like if a friend says, hey, God, hey, I'm not really open to this. I don't think this is a good idea. Let's just not discuss it. I just feel like you have to respect people's boundaries. And and if you're a good friend, then that's what you do. You stop. So if one does not stop and they keep going and then it's just like, odd, like that's all that's discussed. Eventually, I'm just going to be like, you know what? It's I can't. It's it's too much. Like it gets stressful. And it's like, I'm scared to hang out with you because I'm afraid you're not going to respect my boundary. And that's, you know, where it's going to go. Then I'd rather just like, so I just realized that I don't forgive and forget because, you know, some friends after have been, they've tried to reach out and Uh to see if like, maybe we can reignite our friendship. And I'm just like, um, I I think I'm good. I'm good. Um, well, I think it's important with your friends because they are besides like your family, they are in a sense like your family. You want to feel safe around, like you want to feel in a safe place. Like you can kind of talk about anything and they're not going to judge you or never want to speak to you again. But like you said, they also then have to respect you. So if, if they're wanting to 
continue to talk about something and you have said, this makes me uncomfortable. I don't really want to talk about it. And they're continuing to do it. Why would you want to put your energy around that? You wouldn't. And I like that we've talked about this before a little bit. And Erin, I remember saying that when she leaves someplace, she kind of checks in like, how do I feel leaving, hanging out with them? Like, do I feel good or do I feel bad? Because there are times Mm -hmm. when I've left, um, a lunch or a dinner with certain friends. And I'm just like, man, that I don't feel great. Like there was a lot of like shit talking happening, um, just negative energy. Did it feel like real conversations? And not that I'm like not going to hang out with them, but I'm just going to take note of that. But then there's other times that I leave and it's like, your soul feels so fulfilled. Like you had such just raw conversations like you could be silly you could say whatever it was like you know there wasn't like an awkward pause like the conversation flowed and it is like you just can pick up your friendship from whenever you saw each other last and I love moments like that because those really yes. um like I I went over to a friend's house last night and it was uh, just like that it was a great conversation we talked about I mean so many things and it was you know one of those times when you leave being like oh I feel so good and so loved you know, and yes. like, like, I think, I, and just, I, think, I just think friends are very important. Yeah, they are very important. And that's why also, once you are a mom, now, you know, Sarah, that those times don't come very often or as often as they did before in the past. So yeah. it's super important that you pick the right friends to be with and hang out with, because I mean, I love that you're so busy too, but like, for me, I, I think maybe because I have a little bit older kids and they're in so many activities that when they come home from school, I I feel like I'm literally like an Uber driver, right? Like most (laughs) of the time. So everyone's like, when can you hang out? And I'm like, I have like Thursday. Thursday's like a good day for me usually to like hang out, but that's about it. So then I'm like, okay, I have once a week to do something. Like, who am I going to choose to do that with? And it's not like we do something every Thursday because sometimes I can't do it on Thursday or whatever. Just an example of like, I guess once you are a mom, you don't have as many opportunities to hang out. So I just think it's important to make sure that you pick the right friends to actually spend that extra time with. Yeah. Um, Like spend your time wisely. Yes. But also make sure that you get those moments with friends. Like for so long, I was like, just family, family, family. And Erin is a really good. You're like you, she's kind of, um, I don't know, an, like an instigator. Is that what it is in a good way? <laughs> yeah. She like, she looks for those bonding moments and she's like, what are you doing? What do you, and I love that. And I think that's why I got so close to her, like, because she was so good at like always reaching out to me, um, and always trying to connect. And I'm not as good as, yeah. as that, as she is. Um, and so I think that's why that, that's what makes you guys a good friend. Like you are really good about that. Like you've texted so many times, like, let's get dinner, let's get lunch in the chat, um, yeah. which we, and still I get ignored. Do, <laughs> <laughs> no one replies. I'm like, Hey, I'm back. Miss you guys love to go to lunch. And it's like, cricket. <laughs> um, but okay. This is, it is going to be a bit of a challenge because Allie was the glue to a huge group of us. Um, and now that, you know, cause she would, she would host us at her house 
so often. All and the she time. was the one that was like, hey, so-and-so's birthday is coming up. Are we getting them a gift? So we have to, in her honor, uh, continue that and be good about, like you and I love hosting. We need to be good about still getting everyone together because she would, I think, want that. And I agree. I agree. And yeah. that's the thing too, is that Aaron said that one thing to me when she came out, she came over to hang out the other day and she's like, who's gonna take over like what Allie used to do for all of us? Cause you're right. She was the glue. She was the one that made things happen so that uh-huh. we felt like we were still in this like friendship circle. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm down for that challenge. I challenge you, Erica, you and I, at least every <laughs> couple months, if we take couple months, that's a lot. Well, I'm just saying like <laughs> if every three months I host one and every three months you host one, that's every month and a half. Yeah. We yeah. could try it. Okay, fine. Every four months, we could just try to get everyone together <laughs> or whatever it is. Um, yes. But I think that would be really fun. And then, you know, fun things to do coming up if you're thinking of friends and like you want to make memories. You got Halloween. You could do pumpkin carving. You could take a huge mm. crew to the pumpkin patch. Listen, that's not just for kids, okay? As an adult, that could be a very fun so night. Fun. You can like yeah. all as a group go to like a scary movie. There's some really like the nun too, supposedly is very scary that's out right now. And then of course you have Thanksgiving. You got Friendsgiving. You have the holidays coming up, which is all about friends and family. So there's a lot of opportunities to create memories and uh, closeness with your friends. And I think as we get older is challenging to make new friends. And I know we've kind of touched on this in the past. Um, but Erica, what would you say? Like, how do you find a new friend and how do you decide, oh, this person I want to be friends with? People that you connect with. And if you feel like you're not connecting, I think texting is, is super helpful to just feel like, like, hey, how are you doing? I've had a lot of friends check up check up on me and text me. And that goes a long way. Like people that I haven't seen or talked to for a long time. And I'm like, wow, they're still like they're they're that that's a good friend. Like they're still thinking of me, you know. Like, yeah, there's an energy about someone. Like I remember when I met uh Jen Birmingham, um, which has been which is the first friend I made in LA. I had just moved here and I was signed with this modeling agency. I didn't really know anyone besides my roommate. We lived downtown on 2nd and Figueroa and we thought going out on a Friday night was PF Chang's at the Beverly Hills at the at the Beverly Center at the mall. <laughs> so like we had a lot to learn. Um granted we weren't 21 yet, so that's a little different than bars, but um I went to the Saddle Ranch on Sunset and he had like this model dinner. So there's like 15 models and then him. He was not sleazy. He was a very nice guy. Um, but he just wanted to get like a bunch of us together. And she was very good friends with one of the models. And she was so I ended up sitting next to her. But I also was sitting next to a lot of people. And her and I, it was just like, blah, 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 blah. like we were just talking, 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 talking. And we just became instant best friends. We just like hung out every single day. I I met her roommate, Brooke. We became best friends. Like we literally hung out every single day, like on the phone. Like it was just like, there's sometimes that happens. It's just like this instant connection that you have with somebody. And then other times you have to work on it where it's more of like, LA is famous for this. Oh my gosh, I haven't seen you forever. Like, let's get lunch. Like no one means I want to get lunch and that's never going to happen. And I feel like, (laughs) oh, that just happened with Emmanuel. Um, I ran into her at Pilates and I was like, oh yeah, we should all get dinner. And then we're all sitting at dinner like two weeks later. And she went, 
Sarah, this is crazy. Like, do you know how many people say like, we should all get dinner or lunch? And like, we don't do that. Like, we're actually here. Like, how did you do that? Yeah, it happened. <laughs> so, it happened. Oh, I love uh, that. So yeah, no, so I meant it. And um, I don't know, like I said to me, friends are very important. And then for me to actually decide to walk away from a friendship, um, you just need to be careful when you have that friend that you have heard say something negative about literally everyone in their life. Like you mm. can look at every single person that they're close to and you got dirt on every single person because that person is constantly like, oh, so-and-so's this, so-and-so's that, or complaining or bitching. They're doing it about you as well. There's no way they're not. And I had that bite me in the ass so hard one year, um, like professionally, um, and I'll never forget it. It was heartbreaking. It felt like such a betrayal. And um, I was done with that friendship. Like I was just like, you know what? I made excuses for this person for so many years. I try. I always try to see the best in somebody. I try to see the positive side. And I got burned. And I was just like, you know what? I don't hate this person, but I don't want that in my life again. Yeah. I don't. And, and so then, you know, that had happened. And then I had another friend and she wasn't that close of a friend. This was like a very close friend, but another friend who wasn't that close. I had dyed my hair dark brown. Do you remember that? I like do. I do. It was like, yeah, I loved it. Dark brown. I thought it was fun. Yeah. It was um, so good. And this person like saw me and was like, oh my God. And this is still to this day. So weird. They called my phone and I went, oh, hey, hello. And it was like a butt dial. Oh, she gosh. wasn't actually the on worst. the phone. She was like in the car with her friend, but happened to call me. And this is like before Siri is like, there's no way like her phone. Acts. I have no idea how she called me. This is I mean, this is like 2006, I think. And she's like, oh, did you see Sarah Sanderson's hair? She looks like a witch. Like she's just going oh, on and on saying like these terrible things about my hair. And I'm just going like, Hello? Hello, like, hello, did you mean to call me? And so after that, like I hung up and I just went, okay, that person's like really fake and I don't want to be friends with them either. And so I wasn't, wow. I wasn't friends with them after that, but I still don't understand if she did that on purpose. So I would hear her, like it still made no sense to me, like why she would call me and then be at the same time talking. I have no that idea. Is, that's just meant to happen. Like you are, were meant, that is like the way of the the signs telling you like, hey, listen, you need to hear this. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's make sure to let you know about what's going on. So wait, did you ever say anything to her? Or you just distant yourself? So that's I mean, it was too, is so, like, I think I did. I think I called and it was like, did you just call me? And she's like, no. <laughs> You're like, yes, you did. That's the thing is, I guess I choose um, if the friend is important to me, I will confront them. But if they're like, mm, I I don't feel like you're right. The energy is important. The energy matters. And if it's like a really good energy that you get and it's positive, I will, I will tell them like, Hey, listen, like this is not settling well with me. This bothers me. Like I want to talk to you because I really love you. And I think we can be great friends, but I need to get some of this off my, off my chest. Um, but if it's not super important to me, I think I just distant myself. I'm just the, one of those that yeah. is like, mm, I'm, I don't need to, I don't need to explain myself, you know? 
I no, feel like and you that's... and you don't always. I think if it's a good good friend, maybe you should. But yeah. if it's someone that's not that close, I think you know lives get busy and you can create some distance. Um, tomorrow's not promised. And uh, one regret I have is that there were opportunities over the past year, and I know I've been really busy with Isabella and juggling that. But had I had known that our time was going to be cut short with Allie, I would have made it a priority to every opportunity I could have seen her. I would have seen her, you know? And so it just don't take, you know, every day for granted and take those opportunities to see people you haven't seen in a long time or talk to them or, you know, just say, I love you and just check in and, and um, be there for them because as sad as it is, you know, we're getting older and, things happen suddenly and um, it's unfortunate, but you don't want to have any regrets of, I wish I had said this, or I wish I'd seen them. Like, just do it if you can. Yes, absolutely. And if there's those, you know, people that you think about often that you're not necessarily talking to, maybe check in with them too. You know, I've had, I have a couple of those where this taught me, uh, losing Allie taught me a lesson of, life is short and life is not promised. So maybe text that person randomly and just say, Hey, you know what? We, we have a long history together. And regardless of what happened, I do think of you and I still love you. Oh, I love that. And I always think that's weird when someone has popped in your head, like a few times, you should definitely reach out to them because there's some, some reason that you are randomly thinking about them and that their energy is like coming back into yours. And so just shoot them a text, say, Hey, how are you doing? Like thinking of you, um, you never know. So, um, hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, sorry, we missed last week. We just needed, um, you know, we needed a second to kind of be able to sit here and talk today with you guys. Um, But uh, thank you so much for tuning in and for being our friend through the podcast. And um, yeah, we appreciate it. We appreciate you. And this is an episode of Entertain Her. I'm Sarah Sanderson. Bye, guys. Erica Cedeno.